The Holy Gospel according to Luke. Now, on that same day, two of them were going to a village called Emmaus, about seven miles from Jerusalem, and talking with each other about all these things that had happened. While they were talking and discussing, Jesus himself came near and went with them, but their eyes were kept from recognizing him. And Jesus said to them, what are you discussing with each other while you walk along? They stood still, looking sad. Then one of them, whose name was Cleopas, answered him, Are you the only stranger in Jerusalem who does not know the things that have taken place there in these days? He asked them, What things? They replied, The things about Jesus of Nazareth, who was a prophet, mighty in deed and word, before God and all the people, and how our chief priests and leaders handed him over to be condemned to death and crucified him. But we had hoped that he was the one to redeem Israel. Yes, and besides all this, it is now the third day since these things took place. Moreover, some women of our group astounded us. They were at the tomb early this morning, and when they did not find his body there, they came back and told us that they had indeed seen a vision of angels who said that he was alive. Some of those who were with us went to the tomb and found it just as the women had said, but they did not see him. Jesus said to them, Oh, how foolish you are, and how slow of heart to believe all that the prophets have declared. Was it not necessary that the Messiah should suffer these things and then enter into his glory? Then beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he interpreted to them the things about himself in all the scriptures. As they came near the village to which they were going, he walked ahead as if he were going on. But they urged him strongly, saying, Stay with us, because it is almost evening and the day is now nearly over. So he went in to stay with them. When Jesus was at the table with them, he took bread, blessed it and broke it, and gave it to them. Then their eyes were opened, and they recognized him, and he vanished from their sight. They said to each other, Were not our hearts burning within us while he was talking to us on the road, while he was opening the scriptures to us? That same hour, they got up and returned to Jerusalem, and they found the eleven and their companions gathered together. They were saying, The Lord has risen indeed and has appeared to Simon. Then they told what had happened on the road and how Jesus had been made known to them in the breaking of the bread. The Gospel of the Lord. You can be seated. Two disciples were walking on the road home. The disciples were troubled. They were disappointed. Completely let down. And defeated. By what had happened to Jesus on Good Friday. But as they walk, they're accompanied by a stranger, someone they don't recognize. And in the conversation, they were comforted by the words of the stranger. The stranger interpreted for them the meaning of Jesus's death and resurrection. Now, we know it's Jesus talking to them because verse 15 says, Jesus himself came near and went with them. But the two disciples had no clue. 
They don't know that it is Jesus who is with them. And that's all because of the mysterious words of verse 16. But their eyes were kept from recognizing him. Why? The text doesn't offer us an explanation as to why their eyes were kept from recognizing him. So we're left to wonder. And there are several ways that you can explain that. Is it a lack of belief? Do these two disciples not see because of their doubt, similar to Thomas last week? Is it because Jesus's physical appearance has shifted? Do the disciples not see Jesus because he doesn't look like himself any longer? Last week, Jesus was walking through locked doors, meaning that Jesus is no longer bound by the physical limitations of being human. Has his face changed? Is it their own grief? Are the disciples so filled with sorrow over the loss of Jesus that their eyes are kept from recognizing him? Is it because of their complete hopelessness that the one they thought could free them from Roman occupation is dead? Is it the patriarchal society that keeps their eyes from seeing? The text says that when the women who found the tomb empty went to tell the apostles, these words seemed to them an idle tale, and they did not believe them. Was it the dismissive attitudes toward the testimony of women, saying that their stories seemed to be nonsense that kept their eyes shut? Those are all possibilities that we're left to wonder about. But they also lead us to ask this. What are the things keeping your eyes from seeing? What are the things keeping your eyes from recognizing Jesus? What are the things stopping you from seeing Christ in your very presence? Because another possibility is that Jesus is appearing to the disciples as a stranger. Jesus is purposefully appearing in the form of someone they don't know. By the way, Jesus showing up unrecognizably to the disciples is a recurring theme in the gospel according to John. Mary sees Jesus outside the tomb and mistakenly thinks he's the gardener. The disciples go back to fishing and someone they don't recognize tells them to throw the nets on the other side of the boat. Guess who? Are their eyes kept from recognizing him because he is a stranger. Mother Teresa said, we must see Christ in the disturbing disguise of the poor. C.S. Lewis said, next to the blessed sacrament itself, your neighbor is the holiest object presented to your senses. Hebrews 13, 2 says, 
Do not neglect to show hospitality to strangers, for by doing that, some have entertained angels without knowing it. Every stranger you meet has the potential of being a divine encounter. Every nameless individual you brush into at the store or see at the corner of the highway or who knocks on your door carries the possibility of an interaction with the sacred. Now, I chose those words very carefully because you are living in a culture that has glorified weapons and violence to the point that if you knock on the wrong door or you show up in the wrong driveway or you open the wrong car, you can be shot. But that's not who God calls you to be. Jesus said, whatever you do to the least of these, you do to me. In the end, their eyes didn't recognize who the stranger was until hospitality had been offered and food was shared. It was through the meal. It was through the breaking of bread that their eyes were opened. It's only because they offered sustenance and shelter to someone who was a guest that their hope was reborn. Jesus became known to those disciples when he ate with them. And in the exact same way, Jesus is made known to you here at the table. May you meet Jesus in the sacrament and in the hospitality you offer to unlikely faces you meet through broken bread. Amen.